0: And we start off the show on a new weekend here at Los Al. Finally, just when it looked like we were slowing down, well, guess what? We're right back in the mix of things because, Curtis, it is trials weekend once again here at Los Alamitos. That's
1: right. I mean, we just finished the Champion of Champions, yes. and here we go, right back at it for the Winter Championship, and we get the first berth to next year's Champion of Champions.
0: Before we do, we have a lot to talk about this year. Yes. A lot to talk about, both horse racing and both outside world related uh but look I'm telling you I I don't know I don't know what I don't know what April did to you in this new year but the new you the new Curtis for 2019 another lock of the night hey I hit it too but look we did a sweep once again this week.
1: That's right. We talked about uh, how we were pretty spot on with our picks. We kind of like the same horses there, but I got three in a row now. We're going to try and make it a month straight of locks. What was the, what was the streak you were up to? Five I, or six I at I one d- point? I
0: think I got five at one point, and that's consecutive nights on the quarters. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I think five was the, the, the biggest one I have got. Uh, but now what? Three in a row for you?
1: Three in a row. Woo! You set the bar very high. Yes. I'm just I'm just going to try and reach <laughs> and hopefully uh, raise it just another notch here.
0: This is going to be fun. So it's been a fun, uh, fun. I told you. I told you once we get in this role, it tends to work out well.
1: Yeah. Uh, every time. Uh, Every time we're agreeing, Mm -hmm. every time uh, we see eye to eye on picks, you know, sometimes you say, oh, well, there might be too much weight on horses. Yes. You know, you kind of get scared of me, you, Burghardt, uh, some of the other handicappers we like. You get on, uh, everybody gets on the same horse. It can get a little scary, but so far we're rolling good. Just for that, just because
0: it's three in a row, I had to drop that little, that little one. Just to get you in the mood. Get you in a good mood. The excellence
1: of execution
0: coming (laughs) through once again. You can execute (laughs) once again this week and make it four in a row. So before we dive into Saturday's card at La Salle, which features three derby trials, uh, we'll also talk about the two trials on Sunday for the Winter Championship trials. But before we do all that, why don't we recap last night's night's, uh, awards ceremony for the AQHA Racing Champions of 2018. It was conducted in Oklahoma mm-hmm. at the Heritage Play uh grounds there, hosted by the one and only Dale Day, the voice of Remington Park, and Janet Van Beaver, our good friend. Yep. Um...
1: Was Kitu- I didn't watch, was Katulak there? No, he wasn't. Usually he's, uh, yeah. but he's gone on to, oh, back to uh, he's a, Nebraska. Yeah, he's, he's a, so he's no longer he's a, uh, a local right he's there. He's a big timer over there. That's they, right.
0: Is he vice president or something over there? Uh, he's or got Jan? some big
1: title. I mean, he, uh, yeah. he had to leave a, a pretty cush job there at Remington. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was out there doing a lot of good things in the marketing department. And uh he got to go back home with a with a fat new title and everything, yeah, so, so I
0: think he's sitting pretty well. Uh, Ck, there. Hope you're enjoying your time up there in in the brisk cold of Nebraska. <laughs> I seen some tweets that were like uh, they were covered in snow already.
1: Yeah, we had enough rain as oh, it was. Man, I'm glad yeah. the the sun finally came out down here. So yeah, so
0: uh, sun is finally out. It doesn't look like we have any more rain in the forecast. But as far as la- last night's awards, a lot of Horses that were either based or went through Los Al, yep. dominated the night at uh at the AQHA Champions Award. What are some of the awards that kind of jumped off the page for you?
1: Well, we had Tarzanito. Yes, he won a uh, Champion Age Stallion. One sweet racey who came here uh, to the barn of Chris Odell. I got Champion Age Mare. Uh, another one for Chris Odell. Got a three-year-old Champion Philly, a political lady. Yes. Kv Corona, mm-hmm. uh, the big Paul Jones runner for one of our uh, our uh, podcast listeners, yes. old, old Kevin Nielsen, yeah. he he repeated uh, as the champion. So uh, he Good. was a three year old champion. I screenshot, a Ke- I,
0: screen, I screenshot a Keith and Paul there on stage and and tweeted out. A shout out to Keith there uh, for the award for KVN Corona. Who else? Who else got that? And then
1: finally, we had a uh, flash and roll, the oh, yeah. the big Philly who came in at the end of the year. Uh, Ended up being two-year-old champion and two-year-old Philly. Uh,
0: you know, the, the, let's let's look forward to uh, uh, well. My main question to you now: Hot Stepper. He 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 looked good there, right? Also, he took uh, what champion three-year-old gelding. Yep. Uh, you talked about Tosanito, uh, once through the age mayor. Borrasus Eagle there, uh, and let's kick it off there. Borrasus Eagle. Once he started racking up those awards, then it was like, "Oh, there's a little bit of momentum here." Yep. And now we came to the point of the night where it was world champion honors, and I was I was just listening. I was watching on- online, uh-huh. and they said, "What HZ?" I was like, "What?"
1: Yes, I was completely shocked. I uh, look. I'm gonna start off by saying there's no bigger fan of Bodacious Eagle than me. Yeah, I I've been a fan of him ever since he was a two year old.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, I've watched him all the way around, but you know, he he won some pretty big races. Won the Gold Cup. Uh, he won the um Champion of Champions. Yes. But I'm sorry, he did not deserve to win World <laughs> Champion over Jesse's first day. Look,
0: I'll, I'll say this: he did. Look, kudos to the connections. They they brought him here to LaSalle. He defeated one of the best. Ever assembled in the Grade One champion of champions. True. If you just focus on that, oh, well, that's a worthy enough distinction. But we can't ignore the fact that Jesse Verzan beat him. Yeah. And Jesse Ferzan went four for four in twenty eighteen. Yep. Four grade ones. But we can debate online. Oh look who who he's trained by. Look at some of the sanctions that uh, that yeah. follow the connections. Yes, we can do that. And for me I was you know I was lucky enough to be one of the voters this year in the qchen national poll every every week uh and I personally restrain myself from voting on just resounded that's because of my belief of of what has surrounded the connections that have been training that barn true but if 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 uh at the same time you're allowing these horses to run under your rules and they're beating you up, then what else can you do uh,
1: that's my whole thing look. We know who Jesse's first down uh, was trained by. He, yep. he he was trained by Judd Curl, yep. who uh, you know got a very big penalty mm-hmm. uh, and pretty much ruled off from racing. Yep. His assistant uh, James Paget took over, and he was racing with it. Well, Jesse's first down has won it the past two years. Nothing has changed. No. So he's still with the same connections. He came out. He did exactly what he's supposed to do. He went four for four. He beat Hold Air hostage. When Holder hostage at the top of his game, but in that same race was Bodacious Eagle, yep. and he beat Bodacious Eagle by two lengths. Yep. So that is that's my point. I get it. I, I totally get uh, probably some of the reasons why he uh, got the snub and Bodacious yeah. Eagle uh, went over, but at the same time, um, you know, I, I didn't see that Paget got any bad tests or anything like that, and so. If you're going to allow him to win the world champion the two previous years, and then he comes out and he does everything he's supposed to again, I think he should have won it a third year in a row.
0: I think this is just is, this is like this opens up the the can of more of like, all right, where is the where is the sport heading towards as far as far as universal rules between uh, the breed itself, not just from track to track. Yeah, this this was kind of one of those things like, hey. I, Look, I'm not. I'm not the biggest supporter because I know who he was trained by. Exactly. Okay. Um, we're not going to sit here and pretend
1: we don't know do some of the other circumstances surrounding. Do I think this he's horse. the greatest
0: quarter horse? No, because yeah. we know we know what's going. Hey, is exactly. he is he a pretty good quarter horse? Uh, yes, he is. Yes. But uh, at the same time, if you're allowing, uh, if you're if this horse, if you're allowing horses like these, uh, that are pretty much hand down from a trainer that. You know, pretty much uh, almost banned from the sport, basically, yep. but you just hand it over to assistant and you're still allowing them to win like this, mm-hmm. then what, what is there to complain about?
1: Right: Exactly. I mean, it's not like we don't know who James Paget learned from. Exactly.: You know, but at the same time, uh, as far as I know, he, he raced clean throughout the year. I mean yeah we're
0: not judging James Paget no ju- we're just judging that okay these are these are you can run to this track you can yeah. you you're you know they're entering they're letting these course enter all right you're running by these rules you can beat this rules. say and you win them then hats off to you exactly you beat us I
1: can't go by something uh, we don't know whether uh, anything else was going on no so you know as far as all I uh, like I said all, all we can look at is what he did four grade ones yep he beat the horse that was named world champion by two lengths. The only race uh, they matched up in this year, so I just think it was—I uh, think it was a snub for him. Like I said, I, I love Bodacious Eagle. Uh, he's in my top ten of, of horses of all time that I've seen, but still, Jesse's first down should have got it.
0: It's—it's—it's just—it's just one of those tough, tough dilemmas. Yes. That I think uh, the sport is trending as far as unity and. and and universal rules is trending yeah. in the right direction. Uh, but, you know, overall, th- you know, awards are nice, but at the end of the day, these are, you know, geldings yep. uh, that doesn't mean anything towards a breeding shed. Yeah. So at the end of the day, the connections are like, you can do anything you want. As long as I'm keeping my checks yeah. uh, from those braces, I'm good.
1: And it's not like Bodacious Eagle was just, uh, you know, given the award either. No. I mean, he traveled. Yes. One thing we've always said about him, he goes around and he faces the best of the best, uh, and he came out here, and, and he proved that he could uh, be at the top of his game, and I think a lot of
0: people discounted him when yes. he came out to Los South. I first, remember that that one race? I I remember I hit a pick six one night that he raced, mm-hmm. and I didn't have him, and both you and George were like, are you sure you're not going to use him? And I was yeah. like, nah. But... I got lucky enough because I was debating between using "He looks hot" or "British Eagle," and that yeah. night "He looks hot" one. Yes, uh, but other than that, even in the podcast leading up to the cha- to the, I, w- I want to say to the championship or the championship, champion of champion champions, I told you I was like I think he's getting better.
1: You did say that, remember? Yeah, I, and which is shocking because we always say horses that come out too low south, they're usually going to regress a little. Yep. And uh, yeah, you called it. He, uh, he just he handled business. He broke out there like a shot, in and him tip him of hat
0: you know, he did. I'm pretty sure he he acquired a lot of those uh, votes for world champion honors because of the quality of the field he beat. In China. Yeah, we can't we can't debate that. That was you know, especially when when you think about um, the the quality of the field, how tight of a finish that was at the wire. Mm-hmm. Uh, that tells you how good of a field that was, and also because they came out here and they said we're going to race by the Los Alros Yep, you know. Totally, test us. Uh, we're ready to go and and let's race. So
1: I think that could be the the knock on uh, Jesse's first down. Without a
0: doubt, that is my knock. I, sure. Is sure. that
1: he didn't race against uh, you know the best in every single race there was. Like yes, he did beat Holdair and he beat Bodacious Eagle in the Remington Park uh, Invitational there. But the other races, I mean, it was like major bites and uh, just being a yeah. hero yeah. maybe uh, is the other one I mean, if that's his name correctly, but. I mean, he still crushed those, and there wasn't as good of finishes as we saw at the Los Al races. No.
0: And, and like we said, this is not to criticize Padgett or, or his team or whatever. Yeah. It's just more about, hey, these are the rules that you can race at this track? Yep. Hey, if I'm going to go there, if, if I can race and I can be whoever the, it shows up in the great one, then I'm going to do it all day long.
1: W- one thing I would have liked to have seen, like um, when you guys vote in your monthly poll, yeah, how you say, okay, if there's any... Uh, Horses that are running under the suspect yeah, trainers, you yeah. know, that have had some bad tests yeah. or something, that you guys they're just eliminated from the poll. We
0: we do have a set list, so that's. But he wasn't included for some reason.
1: Yeah, well, I think it's because so far Pageant hadn't yes. gotten anything. But like, I'll bring up Ponce Ponce yeah. was a, a guy where a lot of his horses, I'm sure, were yeah. yeah they're they're left off. I would have liked to have seen if there's some stuff surrounding uh, Jesse's first down like that. He should have just been left off of the yeah. list. And uh, then there wouldn't have uh, been anything to question.
0: Yeah. It's it's just a lot of mumble jumble. Yes. It is. And yeah. and by the way, a disclaimer, I am not I wasn't part of the final committee to vote for these uh champion mm-hmm. honors. Uh, I was just involved in the in the month to month uh throughout Yearpool. I was not involved in as far as the champion ceremony yeah. voting goes. But nonetheless, <laughs> Who cares? The horses. We had were, to talk
1: about the it. The we're going to talk about it. We got. We got to. We got to talk about the it. The horses you know?
0: are decided on the racetrack, and uh, you know, but HZ ended up getting the the majority of those votes there for champion honors. I <laughs> look, Flash, Flash, and Roll had a, a tremendous campaign too.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, she was dominating. She took off honors, but it was just one of those things where like. The barn of, of Joyner Joiner was was rolling so good yeah. that uh, he you know to ship out here and 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 do good over, over here Los Al over these horses uh, I think it just speaks volumes to the barn doing well.
1: Yeah, they were uh, them and, and Blainwood. They were they were the story this year. Joiners and and Blaine Wood, their horses ran lights out. I mean, Joiner uh, came over and they ran good. Uh, Blaine Wood won what? three grade ones, I, I think, he say, yeah. four, three or four, yeah. I, I think, uh, he won three of the Riodoso races, I think, or two of them, and, and then he won another one with Flying Cowboy, and, I mean, that was kind of their year, and, uh, I mean, to to bring those horses out there, Flash and Roll just looked phenomenal, mm-hmm. Bodacious Eagle looked pheno- uh, phenomenal, and then they won with Firewall and the yes. Juvenile <laughs> that night, so just the weekend belonged off. to them.
0: Yeah, so congrats to Johnny, T- Johnny Trotter, earning uh, Champion honor honors. Champion owner, honors, excuse me. But how about this, one that, you know, Blaine Wood there, champion trainer, but yep. one that, that really impressed me was champion breeder, Grants Farms, LLC. They had three finalists in the grade one All-American Purity. Did they? Three.
1: Uh, yeah, that's so As a
0: breeder, you got yep. three finalists.
1: Yeah, those breeders' awards, uh, they, oh, wow. they can be pretty lucrative in those big races.
0: Wow, that was uh, that was one of the things that stood out to me when when they mentioned that, you know, they showed that replay of the All American Maturity and Grants Farms LLC. Yeah, they qualified three into the big one.
1: Yeah, uh, it says here that their earners w- earned uh, one point six million dollars for the year. They're based out of Louisiana, so uh, yeah, congratulations to them.
0: So that's a little bit about the wrap up of the AQHA uh, Champion Ceremony for twenty eighteen. Um, you know, there's. Definitely a lot of a lot of a lot of fun uh seeing a lot of the connections locally from Los over yeah, there accepting yeah. honors. Uh, you know, and then shout out to the international winners as well we've seen uh from Canada, from Mexico and from Brazil uh getting the job done. Well what
1: what did you think about uh Cody getting
0: champion that's, jockey? I kept that's one that honestly I think
1: that was that was my other uh like snide okay. on the yeah. night I, I who, think. who do you
0: think was gonna get it?
1: I thought GR was a lock to get it because like I, I looked up the stats GR had almost 60 wins. He had 59 and Cody had 20. GR had 2.9 million in earnings and Cody had 2.5 million and I guess they gave it to Cody because he had five grade ones yes. but GR had two grade ones and two grade twos yeah. so he won triple the amount of races, he had more earnings and I figured because it was his last year riding, I mean, he would be a lock to win champion <laughs> especially jockey.
0: Especially after Flash and Roll, right?
1: Yes. I mean, he ended on such a high note, uh, I thought for sure that GR would win. But now,
0: my question to you is, do you think not getting champion honors is going to make GR <laughs> retire and come back in 2019?
1: You know, the only thing I uh, think would bring GR back was he had such a phenomenal year, why would he even quit? I mean, I know. his semi-retirement... Even his, Dale
0: Day said the unretired.
1: Yeah, uh, G.R. Carter. I mean, just the numbers uh, I just said. I mean, he's almost 60 wins and 3 million in purses. I mean, I, I figured he could just be half-retired.
0: Be like a Mike Smith. Just write no. the best ones. Listen to my theory, okay? Go ahead. <laughs> Listen to my theory. What if G.R. Carter had just been saying, I'm going to retire... Yeah. So that now all these connections and breeders know. They're like, last year of GR Carr Let's try to let's try to win the big one with him before he retires. So he's just doing this so that every year there's a little bit of urgency from breeders looking for him?
1: You think he's trying to get like the sympathy mount Ooh, that he's only going to get the best hey. of the best because they want to go out
0: on, hey. with GR on top? Hey, they just came to me right now. Let's just get it right now.
1: It's a good that You belong here at Los Al with the rest of us in our conspiracy theories. You landed in the right spot. Hey,
0: but nonetheless, shout out to G.R. Carter for uh, another sensational year in 2018. And that flip, he landed it.
1: Yep. He landed it. I uh, That was the best part, I, I think. Uh, I, I don't know. The last few flips I've seen, I don't think he's <laughs> no. landed it. And at one point, he just wasn't doing it at all anymore. But uh, his last go around here, yeah, we got to see him win a couple grade ones and the first one Flash and Roll, he didn't stick. But this one uh, took a little back step, but it was good to see him land it. Yes.
0: A little bit of a uh, breaking news. Breaking news coming to the set right now. Just handed out a press release from uh, from Professor G. Mm-hmm. From the marketing department. Los Alamitos will be renovating the racetrack uh, like they do every year. And it's, you know, since we're closed on Super Bowl Sunday each yep. year, uh, they decided to do it that weekend. So we're not going to race. On Saturday and Sunday of Super Bowl Weekend, we will race out Friday, but we'll take Saturday and Sunday off for Tracker Innovations.
1: Yeah, was it February 2nd and the 3rd, I yeah, believe? Yeah, I want to say 2nd and 3rd. I'm glad they're not taking off Friday because that one week we were off, God, I was so bored oh, out of my yes. mind. I couldn't wait to get back to Los Al. So at least we're <laughs> r- racing on Friday, we could get one night here.
0: So, you know what I just thought of? We might need to do a, a remote podcast, record on Thursday. That's for that I mean, we did not all the way from Colorado. I'm sure, right? we can oh, go Los right. Al to San Bernardino. And since then, <laughs> we've, done, uh, we've done a, we've done a, our technology has improved yes, since then. Yes. So I think this time we'll we'll do a much better job uh, of of doing maybe a, a remote podcast. Um, so let's get let's dive into Saturday's card here. Uh, we're getting close to post time on s- Friday night, so we got to get this uh, card out of the way. All right, race number one, four and a half thoroughbred. Conditional claimers here. Am I seeing the purse right? Fourteen thousand dollars. That's right. Look at this. Fourteen thousand dollars, Curtis. We got four and a half furlongs. Field of seven. Very competitive field as far as the morning line goes. Who'd you pick on top?
1: I'm going back to a horse that I picked uh, last time in Belligerent here. It's going to be uh, second time uh, for Kelly Castaneda. Pajeros is back aboard. You know he's been riding hot as ever. But I like that this horse is going to have versatility needed. I think you know. Last time was down by two and a half lengths, was sitting third and rallied nicely, you know, splitting foes and one under under the stick. But this time I think the other ones in here aren't as quick as they need to be and Belligerent can be more forwardly placed. And so if Kelly Castaneda can improve this horse just a little bit further here can I think uh, upset a little bit here in the first race. And
0: I was, I was pretty impressed with that win last time out because uh, Saddle Club was a sharp runner. And the way the Belligerent just yes. pretty much went on by down the stretch... I was really impressed with that. I got belligerent as my third choice on my numbers. On top, I'm going to go to the three. Part of my heart here for Justin Clark. This horse broke good last time out. Chased the speed. Hugged hugged the rail. And finished with a good good energy energy there to get up for second. Uh, I thought it was a good effort there. They went pretty fast, 51-2. and I think he's going to be sitting well. Now getting off the rail. Give me the three on top. And I'll go to the four gypsy rule for second uh reese aldano here for johnny uh Tabuata. they claimed this one three starts back for 3200 ran over ran, ran her over the daytime day finished second then took her up to golden gate and finished fourth i like the i like the second she did three starts back here locally and i like the win five starts back there yep in 51 and two it's just too good to ignore so give me three four and five here in race one
1: yeah i like the uh, the four gypsy rule on second there uh, I'm keying in on the same thing. You go back to when Reed Saldana had this horse before uh 2,500, 1x5 length, so one won pretty nicely. And then for third, I'm going to go to the 6, Gracie Bell. I'm going to follow Vinny from the 3 to the mm-hmm. 6 here, kind of go with that angle. It's taken a huge class drop uh, from the daytime from the, all the way from the allowance. 50,000 is there. Drops all the way down to 5,000. Looks to have plenty of speed, but you know has been tiring in most of the starts except that one Two starts back, so I'm gonna put it in for third because I just think uh, the stamina is a question mark for this horse.
0: Welcome back, Vinny. Vinny uh went in a little bit of a spill, what to say, two weeks ago. Yeah. He took one full week off. And uh, he's back here on the rank. So recap, I'll go three, four, five. Five, four, six. Race number two, the second half of the early double. We got eight hundred and seventy yards here. Uh purse of ten thousand dollars, another another very good purse. field of six here, set to post. Slight more line choice is going to be the one Haynes Powell from the inside. Lots of speed here from the rail. Are you with or against Haynes Powell?
1: I'm going with Haynes Powell. Okay. You know what I was thinking about when I was picking this horse? Jose Flores has turned into quite the turn trainer, hasn't he? This,
0: this is like a Hot Bob exactly. 2.0, right? That's exactly, exactly what I Exactly, a Hot Bob 2.0.
1: Yeah, I mean, ever since I, I went against Hot Bob the first couple starts and he proved me wrong, uh, Flores has just been on fire with turn horses. So I went right back along the rail. Uh, I think he's gonna be pretty sharp there from the inside. It should be the controlling speed, say if the four or the five go with him. You know, if there's some moisture in the track, I think it'll help even more because I know Paracel likes to get out on the turn. So as long as Haynes Powell can get off there on the front end and, and hold the rail should be tough.
0: Look, and and going back to this horse's race back in August, I remember that night and I said, this horse could be a nice claim. Mm-hmm. Because you don't see, you do, up to, leading up to that point, he had not seen a lot of big gaps as far as the form. Lightly raced only three starts and had a shown speed in all three starts. Yep. And dropped in class and crushed by seven. Since then, he's turned into Hot Bob 2.0 for Jose Flores. You
1: should have got a hold of me early, and <laughs> we could have went down to the paymaster <laughs> and uh, started a joint account. We could have claimed it that we, night.
0: We could have then uh, me, you, and George could should start a little uh, claiming <laughs> business here. We got to think of a stable name first. But uh, you're going to go to the one. I'll go to the five here. P.S. Betting on you for Jesus Mendoza. I I thought this horse should have won last time out. Broke good. Made about a four wide move around the turn and just missed by a nose. Considering all the ground this horse lost, that was a tough beat there Mm -hmm. uh, by a nose. I like the final clocking and I think this horse is going to be a little bit more forwardly placed tonight by Edgar Payer. So give me the five. Of course the one is the main threat there for second and then the four parasol to complete the trifecta. So not very creative, I just think it's got to be between those three here in race two.
1: You know, I wasn't very creative until I went to the six, Creative Spark, <laughs> yeah. in the third spot. I, I'm not going to put the four in there, even though I think Paracel should be uh, tough, but just been lugging out around the turn and drifting out. Might be its own worst enemy, and I think PS betting on you could uh, beat him this time. But, yeah, I'm going to go to the six, Creative Spark. Um, for third, I think we'll get plenty of pace to chase here. You know, should be stocking. and three outs to go. Surge late there for 5,000, went 52 and 1. It was a non winners at two, but I think should get the trip and uh, have plenty of pace to chase.
0: Should be a pretty good price there, 10 to 1. So, a recap, I'll go with 5 1 156. Race numbers three, the start of the pick six You're not here tonight. And we're going down the straightaway. 300 yards, made in claimers for a tag of $20,000 compact field of six, but it's a very tricky field of six here yes. to go. So who'd you pick here?
1: Yeah, I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not in love with any of these <laughs> horses here in the third race. You got the 1, 3, and the 6 coming out of that same Blaine race yep. uh, where Blaine lugged in and bumped first to separate there uh, past the 16th pole and got disqualified. Usually I like to play horses like that, that break their maiden, they get disqualified and they go right back into yep. the main ranks but I'm gonna go to the six first first to separate here, was kinda in between there Blaine came over, bumped, and, and made him check late and here draws the outside and Ayala stays aboard.
0: Look, uh, this is one of those plays where I just have to go back to the same horse because if this horse beats me, I'm going to kick him myself. Yeah. I'm talking about the three powwow. Yes, I know you know the listeners of the podcast can trace me back to Legally Hot. That <laughs> has been like I've, that's been one of the ultimate chase horses for me yes. throughout 2018. But powwow, there I had picked him on top last time out. He broke a little bit awkward at the start, got bothered, and still finished an okay third there. So I'm just thinking, hopefully, second time out, this horse, excuse me, is going to be sharper here. And then I'll go to the five legally hot. Yes. Finally this horse takes a drop in class. We'll see what <laughs> he, he's what see what, what she can do. But I think I you know, she's raced ten times. I want to say at least three times she's been the lock of the night. That's <laughs> that's how bad I've been chasing this horse. So I'll go legally hot for second and then six first to separate on top. I'm against Blaine. Let Blaine be me. Yeah, you know, I don't I, mind I, I, I don't mind that at all. I just I don't like the route for him. He tends to drift in and lug in. Chuck him out. I don't like Blaine. I'll let him beat me. I'll go three, five, six.
1: Yeah, I, I really wanted to uh, completely chuck out Blaine. I ended up putting him in the third stop, but that's how bad of a race it is. <laughs> I hate Blaine, and I hate Legally Hot, and I've got the 5 here for a second. I'm just going to go based off the, the class drop, finally getting in with uh, some claimers yes. here. Um, is a quick filly. You know, we, we know that her stamina is questionable, but you know maybe the class relief here will help her get out in the front and hold on. And then I went to the one Blaine, who uh, was really quick early. Uh, was dropping out of the fraternity Trials into the twenty thousand dollar ranks there, but you know just got a little goofy, lugged in, and bumped for late. But you know, like I said, if you're if you're one of those people that just plays horses right back from a, a maiden DQ right back into the maiden race, uh, this one should be pretty good from along the rail.
0: No, thank you for me. No, thank you for <laughs> me. He can beat me. I'm gonna go to the two horses that I, that I they have liked. And i'll go to the three five six here in race three all
1: right six five one for me
0: race number four here we're going 330 yards in this spot and a field of six yes ladies and gentlemen Uh,
1: music to my ears (laughs) Rock
0: of the night for me in race number four we're we're in a good roll let's keep it going all right and i'm gonna go to the five hey beautiful i agree with you first off the claim for valentine Ramon Lozano has been I mean, the go-to guy now for Round Zamudio. This horse should have won last time out. If you think about how much how much ground he had to make up, she had to make up in the final hundred yards or so. You know, the the two freight train blues absolutely flew out of the start in that race. Hey Beautiful was in catch up mode and she almost got there. Yep. Uh, you know, if if it wasn't for that little bit of uh, of a sluggish start, she she could she could have gotten the bob there. So it goes from one good burn to another good burn. Back at the same distance, back against similar fields. Uh, give me Hey Beautiful at 3 to 1 as the lock of the night.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, it's going to be first time off the claim there. Uh, Lozano, the main man for Zamudio now at uh, Caesars, gone to his training duties. But uh, that one should be tough. Yo, it's know, finishing really well. I'm going to throw out Freight Train Blues completely, uh, just off Ooh-hoo. stepping up from 8,000 to 12,5. Uh, with no trainer change, uh, I think that's probably the ceiling there. And then I'm going to go to the six Royal Tricky Lady here for a second. Uh, it's going to be dropping down from uh, sixteen thousand. You know, bumped twice at the start. You know, lost all chance. It finished second to Trumper, two back. We know how good yes. he is now, and uh, was actually making up some ground after lugging in. Went fifteen fifty five. They raised him up to sixteen thousand, but he got bet that day. He only you know he almost went off three to one. Yes. So that tells me that they thought this horse was live. Uh, just got bumped, drops back down, so I should be pretty good from the outside. Now I'm gonna go to the one a uh, mine of our own, and uh, I'm gonna jump on board with one yes, on here. You're a yes. you're, uh, you're you're smart man me to believer. jump on early. You're a smart <laughs> to jump on early. He's already doubled his win percentage <laughs> exactly. from last year. Exactly. But I think the key is he's uh, switched from Huerta to leading rider Jesus Ayala. It's gonna be second time for him locally. It does draw along the rail again. Uh, but hopefully Ayala can just get this horse out of the gates, and that's the all, uh, the difference here for the one.
0: I'll go 5-2-6 here. I, I'm going to respect the the gate speed of the two. And, uh, you know, you talked about the, how good the six looked. Two starts back, finishing second. Draws the outside and gets Vinny. So 5-2-6, hey, beautiful. The lock of the night for me.
1: 5-6-1 for me. All
0: right, before we move on. Another conspiracy theory for go me. Go ahead.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> like I talked to you about... How I thought Aleman was going to be trending up this year. Mm-hmm. He's already trending up. Yes. But I don't think we had seen Ayala write as much for him as yep. much as he's written for him already this exactly. year. Exactly. So here goes my conspiracy theory. You think Ayala and his agent, they're tapping into the barn, will write anything because they know Aleman has some very good prospects in the works.
1: I mean, a few years ago... I uh, believe JGA partnership was buying a lot of brood mares, yeah. and they're probably breeding to apolitical Jess uh-huh. and apolitical blood. Another one yeah. of their times. You think there's a lot of babies going to be coming into the pipeline here, and Ayala wants to get in nice and early before that, the train takes off. Hey,
0: that's my conspiracy theory for this connection right I mean, does he just say goodbye to Paul? <laughs> no. Okay. But I, I think he, he wants. <laughs> so to, he's not completely no, stupid. Right? I, I think he wants to be in that barn early on, yeah, just so that he's like. I've been in the barn long enough. Throw me a few of those babies that you might have coming. Yeah.
1: He, he'll have Paul, and then he'll have uh, all the Legacy Ranch's yes. babies. That, and I mean, they Al-Aman. keep throwing off uh, nice one after nice yep. one here. So, And then if you get an Alamon with apolitical Jesse, he's about as hot as a stallion oh. can be. He, he could have it a, a big 2019.
0: Hey, that's my conspiracy theory for that one. Because uh, we had not seen him ride like, claimers or like allowance horses for Alamon in, yeah. in the year or so. This year, I think he's running maybe two or three winners for him already, and not counting the the mounts that he's not has, hasn't won with. So, I'm thinking they're trying to get it into that barn right now before the real baby starts showing up.
1: Well, watch this horse from uh, to, on a Saturday night from along the rail. <laughs> if uh, y'all can get this thing out and going, I mean that's a huge upgrade. I think that's a sign of things to come.
0: All right, race number five, the first division of the Winter Derby Trials. This begins the late pick four as well here. By the way, no pizza on the line with horror trials? No. No? It's just it? fraternity trials. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> just wanted to make sure here. Fill at 7 set the post here in the first trial of the night. 400 yards is the distance. Slight morning line choice is going to be the four boss time machine who looked sharp last time out. Yep. Are you buying it? Are you on the team boss time machine right now? I'm very close. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I went to the two. Just beat oh, yes. me. I got the four for second. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I know that he likes the uh, the distance. Yeah, let's see who did he beat. Uh, Teller, he's famous. So yes. that was one uh, that put us on the you know on the radar here for both time machine. He got bumped at the start and, and he finished out really well. Night, I think he kind of beat the field a lot easier than it looked. But I'm going to go to the 2 just being me for a horse that's going to try 400 for the second time here. Got bumped uh, both sides at the start, you know. just draw a line through that. But before that, ran second to Coleman 47 in the PCQHRA fraternity. Mm-hmm. And we know he probably wants the distance. So I'm going to give him a second shot because he's 4 to 1. I think that's a lot better than 5 to 2 on both time machines.
0: So I'm we almost agree here on top because I have the 2 for second, uh, but I gave the 4 to check more here on top. I was impressed with the way he, he looked. He passed the eye test for me. I'm talking about the four-boss time machine, uh, Paul Jones and Marlon Sanchez. Uh, he broke in, got bumped a little bit, but then really leveled out nicely and was under big, big strides. I just like how, how long his strides were there. I think he leveled out nicely. He might be starting to figure things out. He has not raced since uh, the same date of, uh, of, uh, of the trials for just BME, so they're both coming off of similar layoffs. But I'll give the the slide edge here to the four the two is going to be my second choice for third I'll go to the six pretty fancy dude here from Mike Castleman and eh, Jesus Ayala just consistent form you yep. can't ignore that exactly uh finished third in the pc graduate breeders retreat there just half a length be- behind pretty fancy dude it's just tough to ignore that he tends to be in the mix of things so for me I'll go four two, six here in the first trial,
1: yeah, same thing exactly. Um, just a little bit different order. I got two, four, six. Do I think Pretty Fancy Dude is gonna go out there and throw a huge effort? No, but the horse is solid. <laughs> it is always right around there. Just uh, kind of reminds me of uh, one sweet. Is it one sweet habit? The one for Paul Jones. The, uh, the mayor that always finishes second is always right there. <laughs> I think so. I think, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's, that's her name, but it kind of reminds me of that, and which always right there, but kind of lacks that winning habit, lacks the need of the late kick, but should be there in the trifecta. All
0: right, recap I'll go 4 2 6. 2 4 6. Yeah, we agree there. Race number six, second trial of the night, field of eight. Slight morning choice is going to be Mr. A. Political there, 2 to 1 for Legacy Ranch and Terry Knight from post number two. The Bermuda Triangle post positions. Are you with or against Mr. A Political?
1: I'm on Mr. A Political. Oh, huh. so I
0: think I'm slowly
1: moving out of the Bermuda Triangle on the <laughs> two-hole. The inside's been pretty good lately yes. uh, here at Los Al. So if that trend continues over to this week, I think he should be fine and drawn next to Coleman 47. I don't think that should get into too much trouble down there. You know, he's been facing the best of the best, while Coleman 47's kind of been racing against a slightly easier company, but. Uh, I just can't ignore that uh Mr. Ray Political put up that 1979 there in the fraternity trial for the 2 million, two starts back. It, it was a, a losing effort there to transcend, but I think sh- uh, could it's not going to be a huge upset here uh, over Coleman, 47, but I'm going to throw him on top.
0: I just think this is as as three-horse race as it looks on paper. I think it's between the 1, 2, and 7. It's just a matter of rankings that, uh, that re- you really got to, Kind of juggle it a bit. I ended up giving the check mark to that seven terrific first down, just because I was I was so high on this horse on this horse after that runaway Brayden-Macon win, and then followed it up with their uh, troubled seventh, third behind Mister Political. third behind Heesa Bluesman. I just think she she maybe she hasn't gotten the best of trips yet. Uh, she's now a three year old. I think she she's probably maturing a little bit better as a three year old. So I'm going to give her the shot here at seventy two. So I'll go 7-1-2 here. Not much to add for the other ones. You know who they are, they're good, they're solid. I just think the race is between those three runners.
1: Exactly, I got 2-1-7, Coleman 47. Hopefully uh, another year this horse has matured and we'll kind of get out of his uh, goofy ways that he uh, he can show from time to time there. And then terrific first down, although ran lights out at shorter distances. I'm just kind of questioning at 400 yards, you know, maybe that 1987 is like the plateau for that horse. Uh and you're gonna need to run a much faster time as a three year old to get the W's. But uh you know, another year could mature into something good. We know uh F D D Dynasty and Terrific Energy. They get better mm-hmm. uh, as they mature. So hopefully the feel can take another step forward.
0: Yeah, that's my only my only play with third first down that I think the mature angle could could trend upward. So Seven one two for me. Two one seven. All right, there's two races left. You know what time it is? The late
1: daily double. Yeah,
0: late daily double t- time here in race number seven. And uh oh, there we go. Oh, it off. Off. Oh. I'm gonna oh. go with the lock here in the seventh race, all the way to the
1: outside. I'm gonna go with another Crystal O'Dell runner. I'm gonna go favorite wise lady.
0: We're going for four in a row right here.
1: Uh, this is, yeah, come on Cody. I need a month <laughs> worth of locks here.
0: Hey, you know what? You just doubted Cody on the champion jockey honors.
1: Well, this, this, okay. This might come to bite you right now. That's, that's why I wanted to preface when we got in, <laughs> into uh, that discussion. I, you know, I love uh, Bodacious yes. Eagle. I love Cody Jensen. <laughs> I, I'm not knocking him. they're world-class horses. <laughs> I just thought that they were slightly below who I thought should have won uh, the titles that year. Ah, uh, Cody, I'm don't not, come and beat I'm me, not up, feeling, please.
0: I'm not feeling good about this right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, after this, he's gonna come through. I just know it. You know, favorite-wise, ladies showed a lot of talent ever since the beginning. Uh, last time out, uh, you know, just ran uh, lost by half a length there after lugging out early. Lost by uh, Corona by Corona, so uh, you know, not nothing to be too discouraged there. Again, I like the outside. I like that the one KR High Five, even though this horse has won from the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that it's drawn down there along the inside and has been facing a little bit weaker. And at eight to five, uh, I think I'm going to go with a horse that has been facing. Uh, I think a little bit more open company, like powerful favorite. Uh, Parsons Rock Coleman 47. Uh, you caught my eye. Who's just to the inside and hopefully uh, a little class edge will get me to the winner's circle.
0: Ooh well, I don't have her on top. Okay. Went to the one. Kr Hot Five. But we do agree that this is a duel. Okay. It, it appears to be like a duel to the wire. Uh, I just you know two starts from the rail from Kr Hot Five. Two wins. Hard hard to ignore that. And he looked sharp last time out. Was under a hand right there in the last hundred yards or so. just floating over the ground there in the in the juvenile challenge uh so i'm picking the one on top i'm picking the eight for second but i can't believe you gave up on the four pull the trigger
1: i didn't completely give up that's
0: that was a tough beat two starts (laughs) back it was one of the (laughs) toughest beats of my (laughs)
1: life that was ridiculous when I—that's the when he made. We've the, already he, talked about it. that's the one I
0: needed for the consensus yeah. over the professor. Yes, that's would have given me yeah, the, the walk-off blown everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You would hit the pick four for like fifteen hundred. Anyway, would've. go on. Uh, but when he <laughs> made the lead, I was like, "It's over."
1: Oh, it's over. It's over. I mean, the, we were just wanting this horse to get out. I I thought this horse could go eight hundred and seventy <laughs> yards. I thought the horse was never gonna get caught.
0: But anyways, I'll go eight one four here. I'm I'm not giving up. I'm pull the trigger. I think he's still a very good horse.
1: Yeah, I like uh, I like the 8, I like the 1, and then, yeah, required by law. I got to go with the 4, <laughs> pull the trigger, because if this horse wins and I don't have it in my top 3, uh, everybody's going to be flaming me on Twitter.
0: All right, race and race, the final trial of the night here. Field of 7 set to post. We got the most, uh, the strongest Maury I favorite in all the 4 trials. Yeah, We're talking about powerful favorite who looked like a, like a new horse, when the flipping halter was added two starts back. Bingo. Last time out, kind of broke slow, got bumped, stumbled at the start, never really unleashed a run. Still, it was a better than look six there. Almost yep. got up for fourth there with a little bit better trip. So, considering the trouble, that was a huge effort there from Powerful Favorite. But, if he gets out, everyone else is running for second.
1: Yeah, when he added the flipping halter and he went 19.65, I don't think anybody in this field can touch that. Uh, I looked at the, the four, the run the other favorite. I'm mm. gonna go with the runaway favorite for second here. You know, showed a little bit better uh, effort, second time out, but even without breaking through the gate, made up a little bit of ground to boast time machine we previously talked about, but the time wasn't that much better. It you know, went from twenty or uh, yeah, went twenty one ten, didn't even break twenty seconds, even though I thought, you know, coming from New Mexico, I thought the horse was a monster. But uh, I still think that in this field the other ones aren't too tough i, I think red hot cartel can somehow you know get not get away from the gate and is a little bit of a teaser for me and then i went to the 6 anna's image who coming off the governor's cup futurity you know got a 6 month layoff came back and absolutely crushed in the uh, allowance field there which included the two horse delayed steal so looks primed and ready uh, cruises on it again so uh, i think should run a big effort but maybe i question that horse at 400 yards
0: so and his image is going to be my third choice. You know, my top choice is, is, is the three-powerful favorite. But my second choice is not the four. No? It's not the five. The two. Delayed stick. Yes, he's the long shot of the night. The long shot of the night. Look, this this is my whole my whole thought process here. Go again. ahead. He's drawn right next to the big favorite. Gotcha. If powerful favorite makes any kind of mistakes, we know Delay Seal can break on top. Yeah. He likes to show gates, uh, gate speed out of the gate. So my... My only thing for him, the only way he can upset this field is if he gets a jump out of the gate on the three, and the three makes any kind of mistakes like he has been doing for a lot of his career. Very true. So that is my only long shot case for the two. And that's why I picked him for second. So I'll go three, two, six here and race him a ring.
1: I had just been on the two so many times. I told yeah, you I, I got off last yep. time. You got on, and yeah. he did run a second. I did get scared. I thought, okay, maybe I was all the weight on this horse's back. But uh, i got to go against him. I'm going to go three, four,
0: six. All right, those are the four derby trials for Saturday night. We're going to flip the page and take a quick look there at Sunday's program because we got two trials. Yes, two trials to the Grade 1 Brad McKenzie Winter Championship. The winner of this event gets the first birth to the champion of champions here on the year. We saw B. H. Lisa's boy did that. Did that last year? Did he do it two years in a row? Uh,
1: yeah, did... he. This is this will be his third uh, winner championship yeah, third if he can take champ, it home. Yeah. It'll be his third one in a row. Yeah.
0: So he he stamped his his birth early in the year. Yep. Uh, in January there and coasted home the rest of the year. It's always nice when you when you got your plans accomplished early in the year
1: yep you can get everything worked out and then uh you can take a little break get your horse well rested and then uh, come back maybe like go man go time and mm-hmm. then uh, have them ready to go for the champion right so two
0: trials on sunday but we got very good horses assembled for the two trials yep uh so we should get a pretty good final if they all run the race trial number one is going to be race number seven we got a field of nine horses here going to post and the uh, the one that stands out on the page immediately of course, just a cartel. They're finished second in the champion of the champions behind Bradious Eagle, the eventual world champion. How about Tarzanito, just crowned champion? What older stallion? Yep. And and the champions' wag- banquet at AKHA, he's entered here. Actually, supplemented this horse. He was supposed exactly. to run on Friday, but uh, what do you think here in this first round?
1: You know, as much as I think Just a Cartel is the horse to watch this year, yep. I think Tarzanito is running so good right now, and with an outside post, should run a huge one here if Just a car- uh, Cartel doesn't get away as quickly as he can. You know, last time he got bumped, he rallied, and he only lost by a, a head there to Bodacious Siegel, but I didn't think looked as sharp as he had in the past, and I think Tarzanito is at the top of his game right now, so I'm going to throw him on top here.
0: Really? Yes. Wow. You're going to Tarzanino on the outside on top. Yep. Tarzanino's my third choice. Jessica Cartogne is going to be my top choice there. He just he ended the year on a good note. Uh, well, not on the best note that they wanted, but still. It was still a very good second there, despite not getting out all that great. But my long shot is going to be the one. Jess right. we talked about it. Yep. I, it was a giant effort to start back. She was flat there in the champion of champions. I liked her that night, but she was a bit flat. I'm, I'm hoping she can get back into top form, and if she gets out cleaning from the rail, I think she could be a legit contender at 10-1, so give me five one nine here in the first round.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going against just Raven because of my uh, uh, following the jockey. I'm going with Ayala mm-hmm. to the 4, zooming for Spuds. I'm going to go nine five four 5 zooming for Spuds, ran a monster race there in the champion of champions. You know, he only lost uh, by a neck for the whole thing, he ran 4th, and before that, looked ultra sharp in the Z-Wing Griffin trial, uh, just absolutely crushed the field that included LD Is back in that heat. I think he's probably just at the top of his game again. I see nothing uh, but a big effort from Zooming early on.
0: That's going to be a very interesting trial there uh, given that Tarzanino draws the outside. Alright, second and final trial of the night, 400 yards to the distance. We got a field of nine, and boy, look who drew the outside post just he what he wanted hot. just what he wanted there he won the Los Alamos Invitational Championship here from post number 10 on the outside he gets post number nine is that he looks hot your pick I'm
1: going against him even oh, though he oh, got oh, the outside oh. all right I'm going with BH Lisa's yeah, boy he was absolutely flying what. late in the mm-hmm. champion of champions I know we're shortening up 40 yards here but he's always right there in the mix you know Caesar Franco I believe was this when he was supposed to ride him before? I think so. And there was a little bit of a mix-up, and then so Salvo Ramirez got on, but I know Caesar at least has been on this horse before in the morning, and so he's going to ride him back here because Cesar, again, has gone on to become a trainer. Uh, I just don't see anything uh, from BH Lisa's boy slowing down. He's nope. seven years old now, and uh, he's still at the top of his game. <laughs> I mean, he closed like a freight train last time. You know, made up uh, a length and a half after breaking a bit slow and uh, was running down uh, the world champion, Bodacious Eagle, there late. So I think it'll be pretty tough here in the eighth.
0: I'll go 9-2-1. So I'm going to pick he looks hot on the outside. It was ju- It's just because of the outside post. But, you know, kudos to Scott Willoughby and his team for for still having this horse at the top of his game as a 7-year-old as well. Uh, he won the great one there last year in October. Uh, he finished 6th there in the Champion of Champions. I think the outside there is definitely going to better benefit him. But B.A. Z's boy, you can't ignore the fact of how well he was finishing there in yeah. the Champion of Champions. He he just missed by an neck when all things were, were said and done. And that was a very, very good effort. Then I'll go to the one. Kenny easy moves there. Who we all thought was going to win that first down dash by a comfortable margin. Yes. She had to work <laughs> for it. Yeah. Boy, she was... Uh, all out there to win by an egg, but hey she has shown flashes of talent uh, and whenever she can get on her a game she belongs in this kind of group so uh, he excuse me he belongs in this in this kind of group the Katie's always throws me off exactly that name always that's all right
1: I, I, I get him mixed <laughs> up if anyone wants to <laughs> say anything it's, i don't I don't care whether it's a it's a her or a him <laughs> I just go with the handicapping
0: nine to one for me here in the second trial
1: yeah just a little bit different order I like the uh, the two bh Lisa's boy on top. Then I'm going to go to the one for second because uh, the inside has been good. And KD's Easy Moves has proven that he can run with all these top ones. That you know, Four back, broke slow, and I think was out finishing BH Lisa's boy there uh, in the end. So I don't think uh, BH Lisa's boy is going to be flying by KD's Easy Moves, but should be closing late on him. And then I went to the nine. He looks hot just off the last effort. Was a little bit dull. I mean, only lost by three quarters in the Champion of Champions, but. I mean, it was along the rail. Uh, I know he likes it down there, but just didn't fire. So I'm hoping uh, he fires just a, a little bit of a subpar effort. And uh, we can get the two BH Lease's boy uh, going strong into the final.
0: All right, Sky. That's that's the trials here for this weekend. Looking forward to the finals of on both, on both of those events. Uh, we talked champions. We talked uh, our streaks of, of locks. Mm-hmm. Um, now, my question to you is... Who do you want to now keep on the Lakers? The Lakers beat the Thunder yesterday. And was it overtime?
1: I didn't even watch it. I think
0: they go overtime, right?
1: It's the first game I haven't watched in a while yet. Yeah, yeah I, they I, did. I believe it was, but I've always said I think Ingram is going to be the one that gets traded. I don't think he's the big fit. Uh, the big fit. I, I do uh, agree with you about Zubach. Oh, yeah. He's my boy. Yeah, I mean, don't, he, don't. He, needs, he needs more playing no. time. Yeah,
0: he, he leave him there. Don't touch him.
1: Yep, I, I think... I think Kuzma's fine. Uh, I think uh, Hart or or Caldwell Pope, I think they're also the ones to go. Their their three-point shooting is just not that good. I don't know why they jack up so many three-pointers. So I could see one of those guys being in there. And then we bring in another superstar. uh, Hopefully Anthony Davis, maybe Kawhi. And we'll be all good.
0: (laughs) You know who doesn't want to get traded for sure? Who? It's Kuzma.
1: Oh, he's not going anywhere. In the
0: post-game interview? Yeah. He kept saying, oh... I'm young. I'm still developing. Yeah. Uh, I'm young. I'm still developing. He yeah. kept saying that in the TNT broadcast. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy's smart. <laughs> He's just trying to convey that, you know, the the ownership that's watching right now. I'd feel like it still get get better. That's quote yeah. unquote. That's what he was trying to say. He, he doesn't want the any
1: GMs to <laughs> let go of a, a, a blue chip stock or too early.
0: But we do agree that now the stock of um Brandon Ingram is a uh, is low. Yeah. I mean. He, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of trades that were on the table that the Lakers said no because Brandon Ingram was in, in there. A lot of teams wanted him. Yeah. Now the, that trade value's gone.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's uh, got as much value out there in the market as, as he did early on when they were very guarded on him. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people when they they were uh, going around the, the trade block and uh, they're trying to say who is off limits. You know, that was one of them, but. You know, now I think they've shown that nobody's really stepping up in this period where LeBron is away. I think that's the key takeaway from all this. They just look lost out there. So, I think they definitely need a, a, another superstar that can come in and uh, take them to the next level.
0: So, looking forward tonight. tonight. We're recording on Friday night. Friday night, Boogie Cousins returns for the first time yes. back. Guess like, against who? The Clippers. The Clippers. <laughs> so, four Clippers about to get destroyed tonight. Oh, before, before we end,
1: I had a bone to pick with you. What's up? You made an announcement <laughs> that you and your wife are expecting <laughs> yes. it. You're supposed to tease it on Twitter and say you have to come to the podcast to oh, find out what my true. big announcement
0: is. <laughs> That is true. That's that, marketing 101. That would have been a huge show, right? That would have been a big spike. Yes, that, that would have been the number one show that we ever Man. had. Yes, yeah, so breaking news coming. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me do it right. <laughs> breaking news coming to the podcast. World premiere. World premiere.
1: I mean, congratulations. Thank How you, are you thank feeling? You,
0: thank you. Uh,
1: are you nervous again? Uh, or
0: it, It's getting there. It's yeah. getting there. Uh, we just found out, well, we've been knowing. Yeah, but yeah. We We got officially. Uh, the latest ultrasound told us that we're having a baby girl. Okay, so Jackie's getting a little baby sister.
1: How does she feel about it? She's very uh, excited as well. Yes,
0: I'm not sure 100% she knows what's going on, yeah, but she acts like she does, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll give her that, yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's uh, yeah, we're having a baby girl due uh, in June. She's gonna be a, a, a midsummer baby, a early summer baby. Um, all things are looking good right now, normal, yeah, that's always good. And uh, I think this time around, I'm a little bit more nervous than the wife is. Really? Yeah. I think the wife is already all right. I went through this already. Now I'm like, uh, I'm getting a little more nervous this time.
1: So, what is your plan? Is your plan to cut back a little bit of gambling to save, <laughs> or go more gambling that way you can win more money for the college fund? There we go. And That's pull. what we like to hear. Oh, right. nothing. Oh, <laughs> nothing, baby. Uh,
0: no, but yeah, it's it's uh, fun times in the household uh the uh the bankroll manager is getting cravings uh morning sickness is done officially done okay uh so that's good um but yeah you can, definitely the the pregnancies are different like uh, with jackie with our first one she was she was she had a lot like the morning sickness the morning sickness like being nauseous was more severe okay but it lasted shorter this one it wasn't as severe but it lasted a little bit longer mm but the cravings, cravings have not been all that crazy. What's her, like,
1: what's her, what's uh, her go-to when she has a craving?
0: Look, is with, it
1: like just a pint of ice cream? No, or? with
0: Jackie, we she really couldn't keep anything really down as far as food goes. Like, she, like uh, her her taste buds were like, ah, whatever. Yeah. But the only thing she really like, we, we became like In-N-Out regulars. In-N-Out was our go-to. Spot. Really? Yeah, during her pregnancy <laughs> with Jackie, our first one, in and we were in In-N-Out at least once a week, really? at least. I'm saying at least it was more like two times a week. Just double-doubles, oh, yeah. animal-style, oh, yeah. animal with a style, shake. Yeah. She gets <laughs> animal-style, she gets a cheeseburger, and animal-style fries. Uh, this time around, it's all over the place. Uh, there's not one thing, but but things are going good. So yeah. hopefully, uh, June, come June, Okay. if I run off the set while I'm on the quarters, mm-hmm. you know where I ran off to. Completely
1: understandable. <laughs> I'm sure Scotty can just go about and handle the rest of the quarters just fine, but... Uh, yeah, congratulations, you. but next time, uh, you've you got to draw know, the listeners man. in. Next d- time, think, think proactively. I
0: know. <laughs> Let me go back. Let me go back to that tweet. How, how, what kind of traction did we get in that tweet? We got like over 200 likes, I think, last time I checked. Oh, so that, that's th- huge. Thanks th- thanks for the followers there uh, that are supporter there of the, of the Los Ponies family. Uh, we posted a picture of Jackie holding the little orchard out. Exactly, up picture, yep. so, uh, I mean, yeah. was that
1: a little bit of sell Like, the first thing I thought about was the podcast
0: <laughs> when I saw that? <laughs> no, good marketing right <laughs> now. Good marketing. See, that's why I asked you to be the co-host of the show. Marketing gets just, you places. Just trying to think outside the box. Yes. So that's the show for this week. Special shout-out to Jason Beam and the Beamy Awards, which are going on right now.
1: Oh, my God. So let me go, grab the popcorn. Yeah,
0: go get the changes, get the popcorn, and I'll put the tie on to get ready for the quarter before we do that. We'll catch up with the beam Awards. All right, everybody. We'll see you later. See you guys next week.